Hello, thank you for downloading this podcast of things I got up to on the radio earlier today. Uh, it's the last one we'll do of the week, so hopefully you'll enjoy it. If not, I mean, you will get on with your life, won't you? This is this is not make or break stuff. This isn't like doctor's announcements or anything. So sit back, relax, and have a drink. That helps. And have a listen to some of the stuff we got up to earlier on the radio today. Time 107.5, Hazel Dean and Surgeon, 20 past two. Good afternoon, I'm Steve Wheats, uh, Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, it's Wednesday, look, it's Wednesday the 4th, which means less than 24 hours after last night, and last night was, I don't know if you know about these um, ARIA awards, the, um, like, in the world of radio, these award ceremonies take place, so don't worry about me being tired, because I uh, wasn't invited, didn't go, so stay down. Well, that worked out for the best, then, didn't it? Time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Helps if you turn the microphone on. And then I wonder why I wasn't invited to the ARIA Awards. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's almost like there's a link between how well you perform on radio and awards that you would receive for it. Bizarre. We'll look further into that. Anyway, I did say um, you can update me on what you've been up to, too. 01708 741075. We'll take this to the phones. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? All right. Did you say there's a, the Aero? Chocolate Awards with the Aero bars? No, I wasn't invited to that either. Yeah, that's how my career's going. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I've been doing some housework. I'm 50p. So, you know, 50p, 50p. So... Check on YouTube tell you how much your 50 B's worth. Mm. So look at that, it's got Roger Rabbit, it's worth six quid. Your 50p <laughs> is worth six quid? That's right, yeah. I'd tell you what, inflation's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't throw your 50 P's away. As it, as it happened, it was really good advice, but I probably wasn't going to throw any 50 P's away anyway. Yeah, don't throw them in the back. Put them in the recycling, don't you? Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, well, good advice. Well done on the, the haul. Six quid. Not a bad day's work, is it? Um, well, £5.50, I suppose, the original outlay. Big news, big news. But given the fact that for the last few days, we're all having a bit of a laugh. All having a bit of a laugh. We've all had a drink. We'll have a laugh about Neil um, Parrish, the MP who looked at some naughty stuff whilst being at work. And his work was in the Houses of Parliament, and he blamed it on looking at a tractor. And that didn't play out well for him. Um, the news today is that he has he has resigned, which doesn't make me happy. I'm sure it'll make some people happy, because as a politician, he definitely had his detractors. Was that what he was Googling for? That might have been... You can't blame it. Later on, we'll also do a joke about him feeling distracted. We'll somehow get that in as well. Don't you worry. Hello, Steve. It's John the Tyler. Hello there. What? Right, Steve, you've got to keep this between me and you, right? Yeah, yeah. What a, Steve from Upney, what a brilliant idea. I've collected um, two paying coins. What I'm going to do, I'm going to get home, and I'm going to file them all down so they're like 50 p, <laughs> and then see what, what works out. I'll just check it out online, see what I'll get. Yeah, that's that. It's a money-making, it literally is money-making. Well, silly not to, it? it's worth yeah. a try. I've got a couple of grand's worth, so I'm going to make something. You've got, if um, you've got two grand's worth, you could easily walk away with, like, 500 quid in your pocket. <laughs> so far, this show has been, like, some sort of Martin Lewis advice thing. We've learned about how you can turn 50p's into money. And now, this from the papers. How to make a saving ready for Christmas. What with the cost of living and Boris Johnson, even he's saying cost of living... Look, we're all we're all in it together. We're all being impacted by the cost of living crisis. 
me with my inability to afford things. But even for Boris Johnson, it just means he's going to have to ask more people to pay for less wallpaper. I don't really know how the maths works. But the point is, in the papers today, shabby, no, savvy shoppers, could have gone worse, savvy shoppers should start stockpiling. That first sentence is all S's. No wonder I'm struggling with this. Are you sure we didn't get an award? Are you sure? Okay. I'll start that again. In the papers today, savvy shoppers should start stockpiling Christmas presents now before the price hikes really kick in. Bargain hunters, good job that didn't go wrong, uh, could save a fortune in the long run according to some money-saving experts. James Andrews says Christmas shopping in May sounds strange, but it could save you hundreds in the long term. Um, So that's it after I finish the show today. I'm going to pop to the shops, get myself some uh, Christmas stuff. By the time it comes round to December... The turkey will be dry. I I will admit that. I'm probably going to not eat it. But still, I will have saved money on the buying of it. Up there for thinking. It's Larry, hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? You like superhero films, don't you? Yeah, I do, actually. Have I, did I mention that before? No, you just seem a type. Rude. Benedict Cumberbatch has been speaking about the new Doctor Strange film. In Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, he gets to play many versions of himself. Well, that must be difficult. Which bit? Playing two characters in the same scene. I mean, that would be like me trying to do two voices on the show at once, where, I don't know, maybe I'm me and I'm also doing the voice on the phone. Oh, come on, Stevie. You don't have the acting ability to do two voices at once. Boy. In the film, he plays evil versions of himself, too. So that would be like me doing a sketch where I'm playing one character who keeps insulting me. Then this definitely isn't you. You wouldn't be able to deal with someone not stroking your ego. Yeah, maybe you're right. Also, for the film, Benedict Cumberbatch made millions of dollars. Okay, I agree. This story does not relate to me at all. Um, Thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. It's difficult to know what to do on the show today because normally we try and do stuff that's, you know, vaguely funny. We aim low and we achieve it. Difficult day to be working in comedy. What with um, the story about Dave Chappelle, American stand-up comedian, someone attacked him on stage. I mean, it wasn't Will Smith. That was the shocker. Everyone was thinking, did he put Will Smith's name in his beep mouth? He didn't. And it's worrying me, as someone who needs to pay the mortgage by doing stand-up comedy, I don't want stand-up comedy to become a full-contact sport. Thank you, thank you. One of the reasons I got into it is so I don't have to do anything physical. Last thing I need is someone coming at me. No, because I just think it will ruin stand-up comedy. If we're on stage and someone doesn't like a joke and there's a chance they're going to come on stage and try to attack you, wearing a gum shield is going to ruin my delivery. There's an Englishman, an Irishman, a Scotsman going to the bar, and he'll tell us a joke, can't hear it. Well, it's easy for you, sir, isn't it? If we now have to start taking uh, self-defence classes to go and do stand-up comedy, it's only fair if we achieve balance in the universe by making MMA fighters have to write a tight five minutes about airline food. Something like that. You can tell them, though, not me. There, there was I being judgmental of the earlier phone calls about numismatism, whatever it's called. The idea that a 50p could be worth more than that. But Andrew sends me a link on Twitter, um, at Mr. Stephen Allen. I use this website for the prices of 50ps, and it's called Coin Hunter. And I thought, what is that? Some sort of made-up fake thing like it's a crime-solving coin. They call me Coin Hunter. But it's not. There are loads of different prices for different coins that you can get. 
There's one here. There are in two, 2022 the Shield of Royal Arms Star Privy Mark. Is that when you get your own toilet? Anyway, whatever that's worth. The coins are going up. Steve from Upney had a thing. He's on the phone. Hello. Yeah, Steve. I found another 50p as well for another six quid. Yeah, really? so many, they, they, they wanted to pay about £20. If you find a, well, with Sir Isaac Newton, it's going very, very nice. And also, um, the World Wide Web got about um, half a million of them. I wonder uh, if the Sir Isaac Newton ones, yes, they're, they're worth a lot now, but I guess what goes up must come down. That's right, yes, yeah. right. I totally agree. Because of Newton's third law? Yes, right. Well, yeah, gravity. Gravity. We did a joke about gravity. And... Not a funny one, but we did one, didn't we? I noticed this one. There's advice on how to stop being the victim of burglary. Ex-cons tip. Hide gems in a beanbag. A reformed thief said to burglar-proof your home, it's best to hide valuables in beanbags. That's confusing, isn't it? Because beanbags either mean the massive ones you can sit on or those little ones you try and balance on your head. It would be good if he explains which. Let me read on. Daryl Kennedy, 58, claims to have broken into 2,000 homes since he was nine. Wow, he's been jailed four times. He now says... Hang on. I don't trust this at all. So this criminal, he says he's reformed, but isn't he just telling you to put all of your gems in a beanbag so all he's got to do is go around and nick your beanbag? No, it's easy. He's not even going to risk scratching himself now, is he? We've effectively packed up our gems for him. He reckons that a beanbag with a zip, ideally in the kid's bedroom, is a surefire way to keep valuables safe. So if you've got gemstones, put them in a beanbag. Also, isn't the nice thing about a beanbag is that it's all comfy? <laughs> oh, I sat on the beanbag. What's the... Oh, tell you what, that, that diamond's a bit harder than whatever I sat on. Oh, so anyway, there you go. The, the advice is put your gems in your beanbag means you'll be safe or you'll be absolutely furious when someone comes around and nicks your beanbag and you'll be thinking look what they got away with as well why are you up in fact before we move any further on i've been trying to spot all these extra stories in the papers that we might not even get time to talk about the national trust has been slammed by members for introducing gender neutral loos according to one tabloid it just made me realize how woke i must be because i've got a gender neutral toilet at home and I had no idea I was, like, that progressive. Interesting. But also, speaking of the future, a robot chef has been trained to taste food at different stages of the chewing process. Nice. To see if it's salty enough. Researchers from the University of Cambridge have developed the bot to imitate the human process of chewing. Mastication. And they say that in the, eventually, in the future, uh, robots will be involved in the production of food amazing isn't it i've never been good at cooking because it always seems like it takes too much time for me actually thank you so if i can get a robot doing some of that stuff for me beautiful work the robots will learn what does and doesn't taste good making them eventually better cooks than humans interesting well to find out more about this i'm actually joined by one of the robot chefs now hello and introduce yourself hello steve i am robo chef 2000 so are you better than a human chef? Definitely. I can taste thousands of flavors. I can access millions of recipes, but most of all, I have different chef modes. Chef modes? What are they? Press that button. Well, this one. Activating Swedish chef mode. Oh, the B-U-U, the Schlerdemo. Well, that was utterly pointless. What would I want that mode for? Try another. All right, try this. Activating Nigella Lawson mode. 
Steve, are you a leg man or would you rather have a nice oiled up piece of rump plopped on the table right in front of you to enjoy? Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, we can't say that on the radio. Let me try the next one. Hang on. Activating Gordon Ramsay mode. Steve, you piece of What? How very dare you? What's the point of that? That's rude. Right, let me turn that mode off. <clears throat> face. Oh, I thought I turned off Gordon Ramsay mode. You did. That one was from me. Yeah, right, cheers. Do you have anything that you do that is like a safety protocol? A way of stopping yourself being burglarised? Jay gets in touch and says, Steve, I have one of those fake cans that looks like they've got food in them and you can keep them in your cupboard. But with the cost of living crisis, I'm more worried someone's going to break in and actually take food. <laughs> one of the important stories... I say important, I don't mean that. One of the stories that we heard at the top of the hour was um, a Spice Girl-related one. We've not had Spice Girl news for a while. You hear it in the news when, when they said... And Mel B's picked up her MBE at Buckingham Palace. Mel B, MBE. That's the kind of name I want. Mel, it sounds like when someone doesn't quite understand the name you've just said and they repeat it back backwards. Well, what's your name? Mel B. It's MBE? No, Mel B. Mel B, MBE. If, if she then gets a job at B&M's, I'm going to lose it. Mel B, MBE, B&M's. I'm all turned around. So I was asking, what do you do to stop people nicking stuff from your home? Kevin in Hornchurch gets in touch with one that I can't broadcast that. I think I can put it in the podcast because Ofcom don't have a say on that one. That's the kind of stuff that Kevin in Hornchurch gets in touch with. So this is the one that I couldn't read out live on air. It's podcast only from Kevin in Hornchurch who says, Afternoon, Steve. I'm a bit late today. I have a vintage broken radio that I keep my valuables in. After all, who's going to touch a dusty old bush? And that is why we couldn't do that one on the radio. Now this is the news story that we've been waiting to talk about all day. Aliens in the news. We never normally do that on this show. Well, according to experts, humans will have to wait another... 400,000 years before we finally contact aliens. Are we on a... Is it like an automated call centre thing, is it? Your call is important to us. Thank you for calling the alien hotline. In that case, 400,000 years does not feel bad. Your call is important to us. No, it's not, is it? Because I've been sat here on hold for half an hour. Anyway, they warned that our race may go extinct before it happens. Ah. The waiting time is twice as long as the 200,000 years since the modern humans were first evolved. Oh dear. So apparently, in comparison, the Egyptian pyramids were built 4,500 years ago. Ugh. I mean, I'm willing to quit worrying about aliens if I've got to wait that long. I don't think I'm going to make it. You know, I eat vegetables and all that, but I don't think I'll last for 400,000 years. So if that could be how long it takes us to get contact with humans, I don't need to worry. For many times now, we've talked about this, I have worried that by broadcasting a, single using, a signal using electromagnetic radiation, it's broadcast into space, it permeates, it travels at the speed of light, and aliens could listen to what we do on radio, and I just worried that if ever they wanted to communicate back, they might pick 107.5 megahertz, and it would break into the signal and you hear that you'd hear that instead of me sitting here talking. But it turns out, according to this piece of research, finally, after weeks of worrying about it, we don't need to worry about the signal being interfered with 400,000 years. So at no point is it likely... Aerosmith. 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 Aerosmith.
Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. You humans are strange. You search for pictures of tractors to find them appealing? Is that what you mean by playing the field? A thousand years, by then I don't think we need to worry about it, so finally we can stop being wor- stop being concerned about any of this FM interference lock. Well, you've done it. Congratulations. You've made it to the end of the podcast. As I said right at the start, we won't be doing one of these tomorrow because we're filming a firm TV show thing. Uh, Ministry of Offence, search for it. It goes out Saturday at 8pm. In fact, someone sent me a message on TikTok, at Mr. Stephen Allen on there if you want to see the videos. But someone was saying to protest against um, all of the cost of living crises and gas things and all that. What we should do is turn our electricity off for 10 minutes at 8 o'clock as a protest. And I was like, don't do that. I've only just got back on the telly for crying out loud. That's when the that's when the show's on. So I'm not sure I've managed to convince any of those protesters not to attack me like Dave Chappelle. Um, but, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, not here tomorrow, film, filming Ministry of Offence. Off for some stand-up stuff on Friday. So we're back with another radio show Monday. If you can wait till then, um, get yourself subscribed to wherever you found this. And until next time, bye.